computer. What's going on, y'all? This is Two. This is Cow. Welcome to Word to the Blur, baby. Word to the Blur with you and Cow. And listen, today is a special, 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 special joint that we got going on for y'all. We got my homie Goku here. First time to the show. Thank you for coming out. Happy Sunday to you. Happy Sunday, y'all. Yes, it's your girl Goku's guy. Yes. <laughs> listen, listen. First off, this young lady is a scientist, all around badass, knows her stuff. Listen, y'all about to, it's a good one. You feel me? <laughs> um, kind. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. We, we haven't had many guests. We're really trying to ramp that up. So we're very, very happy and humble to have you here with us. Well, I am honored. I really am because y'all are y'all are dope. So I appreciate it. Thank Much you. appreciated. <laughs> back right, right back at you. So we just gonna jump right into it real quick. So Miss Goku, my mm-hmm. first question to you is: How did you get into geekdom? Well, my mama and my daddy. That's the best way for me to put it. Um, Hallelujah. <laughs> on the blurred, I was inherited into this shit. So you know. Um, my mom was the youngest out of her family, and my dad, um, he's an only child, well, on his mama's side, but um, my mom was a Trekkie, you know, and mm-hmm. I grew like, look, yes, 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 live, live long and prosper. <laughs> um, so I grew up with my mama, okay, for first of all, I grew up poor, so we, like, the library was my shit. You know, I would I was known as the girl in the hood that will walk to the library. The girl with the glasses and the big booty that will walk to the library. Yeah. That, <laughs> um, I even volunteered there and um we didn't have cable. So, you know, they always had like the Stargate on no like not like non-cable shows. Thought they always play Star Trek episodes. And my mom would get movies from like 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 five below and it would usually be lord of the rings me my sister and my mother we would play lord of the rings the whole trilogy all the time almost every weekend like my sister used to go to sleep to that like (laughs) that was our shit um do you have a favorite lord of the rings movie i'm curious yes that is that is the best one the the two the two towers is is my favorite my favorite one too i was i don't know like something i i don't know that's like when shit that's just when the shit got with it the third one is like the last like my least favorite because i'm like this ring shit y'all take it forever okay <laughs> listen i thought the the ghost full of dead soldiers kind of freaked me the fuck out i'm not gonna lie to you aragon legolas and the, the elf dude jump off the boat and it's just like squad squad <laughs> and you're just like they got no. shit done though. They got it done quick. They Once did. they rolled through, the shit was pretty much over. <laughs> no, that's I'm, a fact. The creepy stuff as well. I like the little creepy, spooky stuff. So we we did watch Harry Potter. Um, my mother is a preacher, actually. Well, she's a minister, and it was like she's non-traditional but traditional in some ways. So like, um, she would let us like, um, she would let us like do our own things we would walk around acting like Smeagol and Gollum in the house yeah it was weird my mom to us and like she also liked Star Wars too she would speak to us in like Yoda voices you know she was like be still my child like <laughs> my mom, must be queen you <laughs> yeah, that was my mama um, your mom's a real one Yes, yeah, she, she is yes she is shout, shout out to Sam yeah shout out <laughs> shout out 
But um, my daddy, um, he took me to my first ever Star Wars movie, uh, Phantom Menace. Phantom mm-hmm. Menace. Yes, he took me to that one. I was in kindergarten. Sorry, that's age checking y'all. I apologize. Yes, uh, I was little, but um. I just remember like just being there with my dad and like watching him and then watching the movie and like I was just like you know that was like my 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 awakening more so into it and he would always take me to see kung fu movies mm. that was the thing um so, <clears throat> and I have like a deep love of music because of my dad and my grandmother on my father's side so I was like one of those weird ass kids that my grandmother would bring me around her friends and play all these like doo-wop songs and I would like name every artist and name like just the the name of the song and stuff like that so that was me so Damn. anime I was watching anime but I didn't know it was anime you know I didn't know yeah what, I was just like okay I just like this shit you know okay and then just in terms of animations like American animations like I really like that stuff to the point where like i'd be in high school watching stuff and they be talking about like the wire and all this stuff and i'm just like well one i don't got cable and two i really i play the radio or i watch this this and this and they're like you watch that i'm like yes this is entertaining to me you know and you know so i was an outcast but not really because i could dance so it's kind of like you know Goku, you always on that weird shit, but you cool, but nah, but yeah, um, so yeah. That that's sounds a- like yeah. you have a, I have a, a, ahead, I have a question actually. Sorry to <laughs> sorry to interrupt. Do you feel because you you said people say you're always on that weird shit? Do you feel like it was more of an outcast thing when you were younger and that it's more widely acceptable now? Because I almost in some cases kind of feel like like when I was younger, like I used to bring comic books to school, action figures, and some of the kids would just be like, Oh, you know, we're not interested in that. But then as you get older, it's like in to be a geek and a nerd now. So everyone's like, Oh, I was always interested in that. And then I'm kind of like, well, where the fuck were you like? When I was getting my ass whooped. (laughs) When I was getting teased and everyone was stealing my Pokemon cards and shit like that. You know what I mean? So I I don't like gatekeeping, but sometimes I gatekeep it because I'm like, well, since when did you watch this or like this and shit like that? Don't lie. (laughs) Uh, No, no. I, more so the outcast stuff would be, I'm also very heavily into black culture. So Mm -hmm. they're about being dark skinned and doing African dance and being, in terms of being an artist, like me, my stuff was always black. Like mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I honestly have never given a fuck about being weird at mm. all. I would go and talk to people when I wanted to talk to them. And if I got nobody ever tried to fight me because I could fight, not in the sense where I got in trouble for fighting, but like slap boxing was big when I was little. Right. And- <laughs> You know, I would slap box them niggas, you know, you know, bob and weave, all of that. So it would be really funny because they like, it, I guess that kind of showed them that like, oh, like, okay, you know, let's not really try her. So, you know, verbal, the words got to me a little bit, but now like, uh, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Um, because oftentimes like I get approached with the, where were you when I was in school? I'm like, nigga, you won't ever check it for me. Um. <laughs> You know, the, the like, I feel like I'm excited that people are into it now. 
However, like I understand gatekeeping just a little bit because um, it's kind of like there are people that jump on trends because they jump on them. I'm not one of those people. You've um, always been on it. Yeah, basically. Um, because I didn't grow up with much, the way that I ha had happiness was by expressing myself and going to the library and reading comic books or looking at manga or reading mythology books, like teaching myself languages as much as I could. Like that was fun for me, you know? So like now I'm just like, well, you know, it, it is what it is. And the, the only complaint I have is when I go to cons and niggas be like, you too fine to like this. And I'm just like, what? What does that even mean? Like, Get get out of here. Get out of here. I mean cosplay. Like get out of here. Get yeah, out of here. Get shut the fuck up and find another way to, to speak to me. I, I do to... have sorry. I do have one question. Okay. Well, yeah. It's actually a two-part. So the first one, I know you talked about um moms put you on the Star Trek. So it's a big shout out to moms. I'm a huge Star Trek fan. Um, so my question is, who is your favorite captain? My favorite captain? Mm-hmm. Star Trek like that. Oh, see, I was about to say, look, I'm about to be like, yo, I'm Avery Brooks all the way down, D Space Nine, you know what I mean? Um, and then my oh, second I'm, question. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm more oh, of a good. Star Wars person. I have a BBA tattoo. I'm sorry if y'all mm. don't like chapters, but like, I'm oh, more of fine. a Star Wars person. It's because my mom kind of did, she she was excessive. So I'm just like, I, I like Spock. That's just who I like. That's that's who I enjoy, because I also had a crush on Spock. Don't tell me why. Don't don't judge me for that. Because you're a logical human being. That's why. That's no <laughs> that's would you say Would you say BB-8 is one of your favorite Star Wars characters? It's my husband. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, damn. <laughs> okay. Damn. <laughs> yeah. No. That that. <laughs> I have a BB-8 purse. I have a picture of him on my desk, and I have a tattoo. Okay. Now you just need to get the pop doll and you in business. You're right. You're right. I figured she already would have had it. <laughs> I have like a, a stuffed, um, a stuffed. Some one of my friends got me like a little stuffed thing of him. But no, it's just like um, when I see the pops, I'm like, I don't like this one. <laughs> I want to get the. I'm also like, I don't. Um, I'm working on getting my own place, so I'm just like, I don't want to dive in and buy all these figurines or pops if i don't have a set place to put them mm. I'm, I'm like i don't Understood. like i already got too much shit i don't need nothing else so i'm I like within, within reason the pops i already got i was like where are we gonna put these because i i struggle cool. you can also get floating shelves i just recently ordered some from amazon that i'll be putting up so i got yes. you Thanks. got you um so my next question is what are some of the ah uh, sorry? What are some of the your favorite cons that you've been to? Um, I've been to BlurCon. I've been to HBCU Con. Wait, wait, time out, 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 time out. They got an HBCU Con, and can you explain to me about that? Okay, HBCU Con is at uh, Bowie State. You're in DC now, right? Yeah, I don't live too far away from Bowie at yeah. all. I'm actually in Lenham, Maryland it's now. That's like new. 15, 20 it's minutes new. away from me. They had, I think they had the second one or the first one this year. Yeah. Um, and it's basically creating an inclusive space for HPCU nerds. 
you know. Um, and I was there um, helping out uh, one of my friends at the Bad Waifu table, but they have panels. It, it's small, but it's growing. It's growing. So um, I've been to <laughs> I've been to a lot to NC Comic Cons, and I would say from what I've experienced, BlurCon is my favorite because that was like. I had went to the North Carolina ones first and I only saw myself there and, but going to BlurCon, it, I was like, okay, I see this space. Everybody's fine. Okay. Everybody fine. And everybody likes the things that I like and I don't have to explain anything. I don't have to explain anything. I can go and I can play Tekken <laughs> for as long as I want. And then I can go, um go to this panel like the first panel one not the first panel one of the panels that I went to my first time going to BlurCon was somebody was a group of guys and they were comparing the Edo Japanese period to um black culture and they had based it off of Samurai Champloo and it was really fire and I was just like oh my gosh like the there are so many things within our culture that we see in anime is just it's just unreal and Especially so with the like, robes and the in the garments. Um yes. I was watching the Woman King last night, and um, there were several instances where um the king was wearing a robe, or one mm -hmm. one of the other cats was wearing like this red, and it looked like a little Boshido robe, but it wasn't. It was like a I don't even know how to even describe it, but it had like the top portion, but it was sleeveless, mm -hmm. and then you have the cats with the hats on, like the straw mm -hmm. hats. I was like, damn, this is reminiscent of you know, like you can see how. Things have been uh, carried over, but then also, if you if you think about it, we're we're a race or a people that's been everywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. So every every uh, culture has some sort of African influence in it, especially mm -hmm. the Asians. If you think about how uh, culturally similar certain things are, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to either women or children and mm -hmm. things like that, and, and farming, and it's just like damn, and even even fighting styles. Um, so just what you were saying that, like, I kind of, I see the correlation mm -hmm. and the connection. Yes. It, it's, it's honestly amazing. And then I've had two panels at BlurCon. Um, my first one was a rhetorical analysis of Shakespeare's Sonnet 118 and J. Cole's Power Trip. Whoa. And <laughs> my second one was, uh, Anime and Twerk, which is, uh, is basically, um, Anime and Twerk is not for niggas that get twerked on. Jesus, it's uh, it's basically uh. Won't lie, my man, my mind went there. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, had to, I had to be like, look, men, this is not for you to get twerked on. This is for you to learn how to heal yourself by moving your hips, because you know, in anime they have all these things about chakras and all this stuff and balancing your energy, um, but your sacral chakra and your root chakra, well, your sacral chakra is your womb chakra, and moving your hips, you release trauma. And there's a lot of cultural nuances about moving your hips to celebrate your femininity and your creati your creativity and your fertility as a woman. But it's not just being a woman. It's about embracing your feminine energy. And if you look back into more of our culture, um, go back to Africa, there's always a balance between feminine energy and masculine energy. Um, and so balancing that part of yourself will allow you to heal yourself. And so basically I was teaching, you know, Everyone there, because it wasn't just women. It was once the men was like, well, if I'm going to see your ass shaking, I got to shake my ass too. I'm going to stay. And they did it. 
Okay. And they did it. And it was a vibe and it was packed. Um, but that's something that I'm working on and trying to get like it to to grow more so. But um it's basically like a, a healing movement group and it's about wellness as well, promoting wellness. So yeah. Is, <clears throat> where is BlurredCon at? BlurredCon is in Arlington, no Alexandria, North Carolina. Not not North Carolina, geez. Alexandria, Virginia. Virginia. Okay, because I, I know um also in October they have some something similar to like a blurred con mm-hmm. in Brooklyn and at the Barclays Center. So I don't know if, if that's the one you're talking about. Okay. Blurred- Say it again. Is that blurred city? It's mm-hmm. it's blurred something. I, I, I know it definitely has something to do with black yeah. nerds getting together and they have it in the Barclays Center. I met a woman that has a convention, a black convention in Brooklyn. Um I met her at HBCU Con and I'm also an uh, an artist. And I showed her my artwork and she was like, where's your booth? I said, no, I'm just here helping out my friend. And she was like, where's your artwork? I was like, look, she caught me fresh when I resigned from teaching. I was like, look, ma'am, I'm just trying to figure my life out. I'm just trying to figure my life out. But when I have something, I will reach out to you and show you what I have. But Mm. um, she has a convention that's been around, I think, for like, Excuse over me. six years and it's a black nerd convention but it might they- it might be that one because there's not a lot of blurred cons in new york no. that i've heard about i've only just heard about the one that's mm. in the barclays center in brooklyn and i think around like october or so so maybe there's, maybe that one there's, that's the one that's like a week after new york comic con right it's like a week a week and a half i think so yeah two weeks or so i think i think hers is around in july so it might not be the one but there's a lot of little ones. So, like, I know there's J1 Con, Afro Comic Con. There's a lot of, like, Black cons that are really small, and they're all trying to grow. And then, like, Dream Con, that's big now, you know. Um, Man, we need to make sure we stay linked up so we can know more about these cons and stuff. Definitely some traveling. road trips, for sure, yeah. Big facts. Yeah, yeah out there. Um, I'm sorry for taking this off. No, no, this is this is exactly what we want and needed. I do want to go into Girls Can't Geek. Mm-hmm. Now, Girls Can't Geek is your podcast that you do with three other women, correct? Three it other is young ladies. Not mine. I do not, I did not start Girls Can't Geek. Okay. Um, I'm a part of a platform group called Girls Can't Geek. Ah, and there we go. Gator of that podcast is Bunny My Game You. And she is essentially a blurred rapper and a pro gamer. Nice. And she is amazing. And I found that group during the pandemic and I was listening to them and I joined their discord and we we're having meetings. And then I was listening to the podcast and I was like, Hey, I have a suggestion for an episode. And she was like, how about, you know, Goku, we love you. Why don't you know you start a part of it? And I was just like, hello, mate. Hello, <laughs> and um, <clears throat> that's where it started. So in girls can't geek. I have a, sub you know my my podcast in our girls can geek platform is goku's council culture mm-hmm. and where essentially we talk about um it's a play on counts cancel culture but it's about having dialogue on a lot of taboo topics in the blurred community and the black community and um that's you know that's where we are so i talk about a lot of deep in-depth stuff um, because you know, I like that stuff. But 
there's that and then um jiggly senpai has senpai and friends and it's about shedding light on people in the blurred industry and she also um is a lot more she's also very sex positive and talking about sex workers and there's trend talks and we have a new member sunshine and georgia, georgia rays and um she's going to be going more into like film and true crime so okay. we have like a lot of different things that we're trying to culminate and like build from so it's just showing the diversity of people in the the spectrum and their nerdisms so yeah but i did not start that and i i ain't gonna take credit for that you feel me um See, i appreciate but, you set you gotta set us straight you gotta set the record straight and we appreciate you for it yeah that uh meeting this group of women has made me be more um i also talk about sex education and my stuff um but i'm more of like a i'd like to talk about the science of sex like the chemistry and biology and physics of the body and what happens. Um, and I like to talk about the gross stuff um, because one, it's funny to get people's reactions, but I also just kind of humanize it more for people because um, it's interesting, but it's also human. And I can't have girls thinking that they're, um, their orifices should smell like peaches when it's just gonna smell like flesh and that's just a part of life. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I like to talk about sex, too, but um, it's on a like it's a little different. You know, I like to have a different spin for it. Um, and that also has been you talked about like something that like is. Uh, can can I say your first name? Uh, yeah, name? OK, Khalid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you had asked me about like the we like what is it like now now that i do more sex positive stuff and some like some people see my content um and they'll see me say something wild or crass you know because I, I like to be funny my brand is that i'm gonna be sexy and you're gonna be confused about what your body's doing so i'll make you laugh and get hard so but i want to make people laugh yeah that's that's my thing that is the me. princess leia one had had me <laughs> crying yeah, and shout out to my friend on that caption. I did not make that caption. <laughs> One of my friends made it. But shout out. <laughs> Princess Leia is not the only one with immaculate buns. That shit <laughs> had me crying. I was like, what? What the fuck? But he just no, says like it, one of my earliest crushes too. Were especially with that that little outfit in uh Return, Return of the Jedi. Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> and that I remember like, I watched wow. that scene a lot during puberty. Man, that was. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but what were you saying? I don't, I, I, I don't want to distract her. But what were you saying? You were talking to. Yeah. Oh, actually, sorry if you don't mind me cutting in. You, I remember in like before we hit record, we were talking about you and science. So mm -hmm. and you were talking about um, you're very sex positive and talking about the science of sex and things like that. What what kind of science did you study? And does that relate to your content okay. now with like studying uh, the study of sex and things like that? Um, my degree is in biology and nice. I have a double minor in chemistry and theater. Let them um, know. Yeah. <laughs> Let him chemistry know. and theater. Hold on. So first off, before you start into that. So not only was it biology, but chemistry. Can mm -hmm. I tell you, I struggled struggled oh. okay i hate chemistry the only oh, thing that i liked about it that there like might have been something in the periodic table called krypton and i was like oh shit that's so dope and that's the only thing i remember about chemistry that's not funny. gonna lie to you i'm i'm not gonna judge you guys on that chemistry is my favorite um okay. so 
those weird people. So um, before I left teaching, I taught honors chemistry and honors STEM, and I mm. called it STEAM. And um, I, so I was teaching chemistry for fun because I love it. Um, so for fun? <laughs> yes, for fun, yeah, because mm -hmm. I enjoy it. Um, and I, I really like physics too. So, but I failed physics the first time I ever took it. But I came to love physics through chemistry because. Long story short, during the pandemic, I got uh, basically full tuition for Kim grad school. And I left because life was life in 2020, as it was for everybody. And I was like, mm. I can't. So I left. But um, I fell in love with physics after doing inorganic chem. And so I have half of a chemistry degree. So I was like, I had to do my the rest of my prereqs, but I, I left. So it's okay. Things happen. But um in studying quantum mechanics oh, i fell in love with physics because looking at the duality of electrons and like then i got into like string theory a little bit i was just like ah shit that you wow. only hear in the big bang theory like i'm not gonna lie to you all that stuff that you just talked about is between big bang theory and star trek and i have to sometimes look this shit up like what are these cats saying like what the fuck no, it, she's she's literally living that life. <laughs> like, what? So, like I and so like the and then like think like uh, I'm very spiritual. So even thinking about like um I forgot this guy's name and that I need to get myself this book, but he wrote a book about uh fat fractals, I think. Is it fractals or I forgot what it's called, but basically he was writing about um quantum mechanics and jazz music and the relation mm. to both of them. And um, that was actually one of my STEM lessons. But well, well, it's that that this is not. This Whoa, not time I, like I but, love jazz. So when you talked about that, like I was like, wait, huh? I'm confused. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you this. But it's called the Jazz of Physics. I'm gonna send it to you. I'm Hell, gonna, please do. I'm gonna send you send it to you. But um, I just think that there because of electrons that where everything is interconnected through wavelengths and everything exists but doesn't exist at the same time it, it's just like there's so much there that i'm just like this shit is fire i'm studying the wrong thing <laughs> but <laughs> all that math i'm i'm better at math because of kim um because math ain't nothing to math but practice that's all i gotta say and that's what i would tell my students ain't nothing to math mm. but but Chemistry is my favorite because I started out in school wanting to be a doctor, but I fell in love with chemistry because I um I just enjoy that a lot more. I just enjoy that a lot more. Um and with biology, um it's it can be stagnant sometimes. And like once you get the concept, you get the concept. And as a biology major, everything ties into science is a interdisciplinary subject and math is in everything. And so with biology, I found myself more excited about chemistry than I did just regular biology. So the harder concepts were the chemistry concepts and the physics concepts. And I'm just like, I think I like these two things more. Um, I like Kim more out of this, you know? So that's kind of how I got into it. Now, since I've graduated, have I used my degree based on the subject matter? No. I've just been an educator um, <laughs> since I graduated from university. But um, I, what kept me there the longest was that I am a Black woman and I like science and 
I can explain to a group of kids, stoichiometry, which is one of the hardest subjects to other people. It's just, it's not that hard. <laughs> I can explain to a group of kids in the hood what stoichiometry is, and they'll get it. Y'all want to hear the example? I was actually, I actually want to know what stoichiometry is. Oh, that's a yeah. Please explain. That's why I had my hand up. Like, um... <laughs> oh, stoichiometry is basically like the stoichiometry is like the chemistry of matter. Chemistry is the chemistry of matter, but stoichiometry is essentially the arrangement of the moles and the mass and the matter and in a chemical reaction, how much of it is going to be used and transferred into something else. And what happens is, is there's a lot of like conversions from one thing to the other in it. And then you have to basically find out if I don't have, if I want 12% of this to be used in my experience, in my reaction or my experiment, how much, if I want to make 12% of this, how am I going? What two, um, what two compounds am I going to use to create this twelve percent? How much of this in this am I going to use, and how much of this will be used up? How much will I have in excess? How much will stop the reaction? Like, how can I yield the results that I want? So, <laughs> I yeah. still let don't me, get it. <laughs> let me understand more. Okay. Let me let me let me help you understand it more. You guys have you, you guys have a younger sibling that gets their done. Yes, that yes. haven't got braids before. Mm -hmm. Have you understood the process of get, them getting braids and how long it takes? Yeah, because we've all had braids too. Yeah, okay. yeah, at one point or another. Yeah, but with extensions. No. 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 But yeah. have you gone with your parents to the beauty supply store so they can get packs of braided hair? Yeah, many times, whether we want to or not. Yeah. So this is this is a prime example of what I would use in my class. Okay, you go to the beauty supply store to get your hair. You're about to get some box braids, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, go. You buy six packs of braiding hair. You buy like three jars of jam to help you braid down the hair, okay? So, and then you have like a comb, right? You have a comb that you're going to use to part the hair and stuff. Okay. So, you're getting your hair done. You are on the last pack of hair, right? So you use all six packs of braided hair and you still got a part in the front left, right? You have still two jars of jam and your comb that you're using. You're always going to use the comb, okay? okay. The comb is always going to be used. You have two mm -hmm. jars of jam left, right? What is stopping you from getting your hair done? You your hair is packs of hair. Yeah, you, need no, you have one pack, right? Don't you? No, no, you, but I think she said you have a pack of hair. Packs. So after you use all six packs, you have something that's stopping you from getting your hair done. It's the right. pack of hair. You need extra hair. So that is what you call your limiting reagent. Because once a reaction is done, when a reaction is stopped, okay, when it's done, it's done. When one thing on the reactant side is gone, the whole reaction stops. What's your excess reagent? The thing that you have in excess. The your jam, jam, right? Okay, right? cool, cool. Okay. Okay. Right? Okay. <laughs> and then one thing that's always going to be used to help the reaction go just in, in matter, you know, when it, it flows and flows is the comb, right? So being a kid that's never heard science be culturally 
put to them so they can understand it. And you're mm. black and you're like, I don't see myself in anything. Having a teacher that will show you that and you finally get something that's considered one of the hardest concepts in high school chem, you know, that is what helped me stay there for as long as I did. Stuff like that, because I remember being me and I know other kids aren't going to be weird like I was when I was little. I used to memorize the periodic table, memorize stuff. I used to teach my sister stuff. Shout out to my sister. She's a nurse now. Hey, um, shout out. And I was like, there's <laughs> there's not that many things that are keeping me here other than the fact that I can relate to my students and I can help a kid make it out of what they're from with education if they don't have money. And so that's what kept me there as long as I did. But I left. I left though because I'm just like, it's too much. <laughs> that's somebody yeah, that I'm, currently I'm... works in education. Every day is is a it's it's like Groundhog's Day. You know, yeah. it's like the same damn like, oh my God, nigga, what is wrong with you? Just sit down and shut up. It's not mm-hmm. that hard. When I was yeah. like, they got me feeling old. I'd be like, bro, when I was your age, if I had a substitute, I'm going to sleep, bro. Mm-hmm. Why do you need to go in the hallway? No. I, I, I think my favorite thing was that I when I told the, my students that I was alive when the first episode of SpongeBob came out, and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, wow, you're old. I'm like, I know, baby, 82 looks good. And they're like, I, but I am. Yeah. So that that's that. Um, sorry to take y'all on a tangent. I hope y'all enjoyed no, that. Oh, that was no, actually good. It was good to learn something about science. Cause let me tell yeah. you, at first when you explained that dream, I know my me and my brother were just looking at each other at the screen. Like, what? what? I was like, and then I was like, dang, I I don't I ain't I didn't explain the harder part that well. I was like, <laughs> let me go back and read. But um, yeah. So chemistry is the science that I enjoy, Khalid. <laughs> Got you. Thank you. <laughs> I enjoy chem. Um, I enjoy physics because everything is interconnected and it just gets so complex and it is it's arousing. I'm gonna keep it a band with you. I love it. So that's that's what it is for me. That's that's where my mind goes. And then when I listen to music, I be thinking about math. That's that's another thing for another day, you know. But yeah, that's yeah. that's a that's an offline conversation because you still yeah. got me on the jazz and and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. Like, what? Yeah. Huh? Next thing you gonna tell me you be seeing colors when you be thinking about that ish. Um, the next thing I, I do want to get back into just some of the nerdiness real quick. Um, so your name, Goku. Uh, are you a DBZ fan? Mm-hmm. Um, please, please tell me you didn't like what was that last one at the DBZ. Uh, before oh. Super, GT, GT, yes, GT was terrible. Please tell me you're not a fan of GT. I tried I, to watch it and I just had to. <laughs> I damn near threw my remote out the window. No, I'm not a fan of GT. I am a big okay, cool. Fan so we can stay Dragon friends. All right. Ball, Dragon Ball had the best storyline. And Goku called Bulma a bitch. What are you doing here? And smacked the coochie in the first episode. So <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I didn't know episode. this. You remember when Goku was trying to see if Bulma was a girl or a boy? No, I don't remember that. Back and watch. You got to go back and watch. I think it was the first. He did a Trump before Trump? What? Oh, my gosh. He just didn't know. Like, okay, remember to ride Nimbus. You have to be. Like, Mm -hmm. Goku is dumb. So, you know, and you're probably like, why did you name yourself Goku's dad cousin? One, I told you because I did not want to be found by 
kids. I didn't want to be found. I did not. That actually was, just recently happened to me. Yeah, it's, people it's were very my shit, and I was just like, no bueno. Absolutely mm. not. We're not doing this. And so, um, I was just like, I really disagree with Goku. I love him because he's just always, I love the fact that he's always willing to work as hard as he can. He literally die, fight the spirits, come back, you know, and be on that shit. But he's a terrible dad. It's, <laughs> he's a but dead I'm going to be like his cousin and them. I'm going to be like his god cousin, you know, so that's <laughs> I'm going to be like, that's, that's where that came from. But my two favorite characters are Piccolo. <laughs> Okay, and I I'm a big fan of Bulma. Did you guys see the last movie that came out? Wait, mm-hmm. that wasn't Super Broly, right? No. No, it was the um I don't even remember the name of it, but it was basically about Gohan and Piccolo. No, I haven't seen it. There's a movie. Wait, wait, wait. Time out off the sides. Flag on the play. Oh, wait, because it came out, it came out like August, September or something like that, right? I was supposed to go see it with some co-workers. And they left to go see it, and I I was pissed. So I might just go buy it. Yeah, I think that it's very nostalgic. Okay. Um, they bring back is it the Red Ribbon Army? They bring that back. I don't know. It it's it's very nostalgic in terms of watching Piccolo train Gohan. You know, and again, like, and then Gohan is already an adult in this one, if I remember. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Also, he's going for around two of the training. Yeah. Well, not full out training, but essentially, like, it's bringing them back. Let me you go know? find this movie right now. Keep going. I'm, I'm my bad. Um, the animation style is 3D ish. So if you're not into that, mentally prepare yourself for that. If that throws you off with the CGI stuff, but um, I really enjoy it. Um, and Bulma is really funny in that. So yeah. Okay. I okay. I'm sorry. Can y'all still hear me? I did not put. Yeah, yeah no, I can no, still you're, hear you. You're fine. You're good. So you you're got good. me here looking up, trying to find this movie right now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what am I about to watch after we record? Yes, um, but what? um, yeah. So Piccolo and Bulma are two of my favorite characters. Yes, Fine. and Vegeta too. I like I like Vegeta too. Um, but he is an asshole. But he's an asshole where you know where you stand yeah. with him. You yeah. know, he he's oh man, and he's a prince. Yeah, uh, his his family wasn't ish like that. Um, and then I just recently found out that Goku's mother was um on the planet. Uh, I keep forgetting their planet's name, their home planet's name, but um, she was a working class uh woman. citizen woman, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that. So when I was growing up and watching the show, I always assumed like Goku was like Vegeta, you know, like before I really got into it. And then when I did the research and found out, okay, so Vegeta, yes, is a prince. Mm-hmm. And Goku's mom's was, you know, low of mm-hmm. lower class. And that they that the Saiyans survived through planet conquering. Like they mm-hmm. they kind of reminded me of the Klingons a little bit from Star Trek mm-hmm. because they would always go to planet to planet trying to conquer people. And I was just like, damn, okay, I need to do more research. And then the whole tail journey. And I was like, what? Wait, as I got older, like I just, I just it went into a whole new realm of DBZ, and, and oh my gosh! No, well, and then like that's, I mean, I hated. I don't. I like. I like that little super monkey evil form or whatever. Please don't. Yeah, when just, when the moon gets all full yeah. and ish, 
I enjoyed that. However, I was just like, why they gotta knock him out every time? It's just, just cut, just anyway. And if I remember correctly, Vegeta's the only one that can control himself when he's in that form. But I feel like with him being royal, that's something that they probably practice. You know what I'm saying? True. Yes. True. Um, <laughs> and then he's I found out they, they eat slower than everybody else, too. That's the kind of ish that yeah. I want. I want to be 55 and look like I'm 33. Oh, <laughs> well, I, don't, I mean, I honestly don't want my black to crack, so I got to work on not eating meat and having a... <laughs> Listen, a routine. A that's routine. difficult for me. Now, I, listen, you and me both. <laughs> serious carnivores. Just the other night, I had some pork chops, so I, I can't even. Mm. Y'all, y'all, are y'all in your 30s? Yes. I'm, I'm 20, 33. I'm 29. You're 29? Yeah, no. Yeah. We, we got to stop eating meat, y'all. Stop eating pork. Now sound like a hotel. <laughs> don't eat pork or red meat y'all come on i'm I'm willing I'm, to discuss I'm cutting it down a little bit no. but i don't know about completely cutting it out i'll be That's i'll be fact. i'll be like, real and especially I know, like, in the summer within the culture it's hard well honestly when i started learning about more about trinidadian culture and learning just are you caribbean I'm of Caribbean descent. I I identify as a Southern Black woman with a little with a little sprinkle of Trini in me. Like that's the best way I can. Okay, so doubles, roti. So our family is mm-hmm. Caribbean also. So we're third generation American. Um, mm-hmm. On our father's side, it's Jamaica and Montserrat, and mm-hmm. on my mother's side, it's Saint Kitts and Trinidad. Okay. Yes. Oh, yay! No, um, I know about doubles and roti and all of that. Yeah, I just made. Uh, cur- or my coworkers yesterday for our work party. And I was like, Jamaican curry is not the same as Trini curry. So please understand, you know. Something different. Each one is different. Different, yeah. Um, so please understand X, Y, Z. But um, I was like, when, when I learned more recipes and stuff, there's plenty of things that I could eat and I was like, I think I might just do it on a basis. Like, if I eat meat, it's going to be for celebration and then do seafood. Like, that's how I think of it. But, like, it's important because, you know, if you don't want your black to crack, not eating certain things is is definitely. Or is even def- cutting out liquor. I know, like, I don't drink like that. But I know, like, I'll, I'll socially drink. But one of the things that I know is that liquor does not help with that neither. And maybe even smoke a weed a little bit, but you know it's it's, it's okay. If y'all, so are y'all from Brooklyn or? Uh, we're from the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Okay, yeah. okay. Pretty much like near Chinatown. Okay, okay. One, have... one stop away from Brooklyn. I have been in twelve years. Well, so... listen, you you made friends. Anytime <laughs> you want to come through, just say the word. Where where? That's a fact. I, I was going to say, like, and all my friends from New York, it just seems like they just really love Hennessy. And I'm just like. No, no, no. I, I got out of Hennessy at, as a, at a young age. We're talking about maybe like yeah. 24, 25. So I since really then, drink it. It's all whiskey for me. <laughs> yeah. What? I'm like rum, rum or tequila for me. Oh, I can't do tequila. Oh, yeah. yeah. But right, right. it's it's essential to our um it's just an, you want if you want to age like Vegeta or the same. 
it is essential that you stop eating red meat. Now I need a little uh koofy hat, like the meat. <laughs> it is essential that you like um just take care of yourself differently. You know, after after this, I'm gonna talk to y'all. We we gonna get that together now, but yes. Um, so Piccolo, Bulma, and Vegeta. There you go. <laughs> oh, got you. Okay. Uh, is there anything that you're currently reading? Um, um, in okay, terms so, of manga, comic books, I'll even take a regular book if you're reading it. You know, okay. just put us on. Um, this is this is all blurred all the time. Safe space for all your nerdiness. Um, so in terms of manga, Chainsaw Man because I'm watching the anime and the last episode I saw it stopped and it seemed like everybody died. I'm like, hold the fuck on, hell no. <laughs> Shonen app two dollars. Okay, let me read up past it so I can not be. <laughs> anxious about what happens next i'm going to ruin this for myself because i just cannot hold on i just have to see um so that's the manga that i'm reading right now and other manga there's um a rom-com one called sweat and soap and it's uh, i have like book one and two i know the series is done but it's basically about this guy and girl that work in like a soap factory or whatever. And they release like seasonal scents or whatever. Think about Bath and Body Works Corporation. Put that in your mind. Okay. And so this young lady, she has this order, this disorder where she sweats profusely, you know. And in your sweat, you have, you release certain proteins and hormones. And so this guy who's like the top uh, creator in the soap factory he smells her and he's like, oh my gosh, her smell is so new, unique, Jesus. And it's like, it's a little freaky, forgive me, but he's like, I love the smell when you're happy, when you're sad, all this stuff, da 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 da. That nigga it's- sound like Pepe Le Pew right quick. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yes, yes, yes. But um, I'm trying not to talk about science, but I like that manga. It's, it's really cute. Um next comic books what is it called like i'm about to i might i might go in my comic box and see if i have a there's a whole box what what do we wait a minute as jay-z said in, um what is that movie fade to black untuck the hop this is what i just pulled from my shelf like the whole series of dark blood and and that's from boom uh i saw in the top left yeah right? boom studios mm-hmm. okay um my favorite one is from Imagine Comics, um, and it's called LaGuardia. Che- definitely check that out. I'll I'll send y'all that after this. But oh, yes, yeah, most deaf. Dark Blood and shout out to Time Tunnel Comics because at HBCU Con, they had um I was talking about like just some of my plans and aspirations, and they had uh, a really nice selection of all these different comics and. I'm currently reading, um, I, because of the Wakanda movie, the when Ironheart goes to Wakanda, I have this. Mm. So, That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so. Don't ever take it out the sleeve. <laughs> I, 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 I want to read this, but I know what happens, but still, um, I haven't. But um, the Dark West series and... I was reading something called Man Eater, but Man Eater, I don't recommend that to like if you are really into like eccentric stuff, I recommend it for you. But it's like an anthology series, so once they release one set, the whole next set is a, like a different kind of thing. 
but this last one they came out with was really all over the place and it's not it's not like it was like <laughs> the first 11 books so i don't recommend okay books i'm reading um hood feminism hood feminism it basically it basically talks about um black feminism and it's it basically it basically talks about the black women in a sense that um it's not being a black woman is not what feminism is because femininity in the scope of society is based on white women black women have always had to work um and it basically goes into like the idea of being pure um and what within like culture what black women have had to do and it's a really good read um i enjoy it and what else queenie that's another one i'm reading which is not queenie is a fiction one and it's basically about this girl and her um uh, getting out of a toxic relationship and her like just figuring out what she wants to do with her life so mm -hmm. yeah yeah um that's what i've been reading i've been trying to journal i suck at it <laughs> but i like to buy the cute journals and some nice pens but that's what i've been doing um no, anime no, nice. my bad keep going was that your next question anime like what i've been watching in terms of anime um, or even just in general it could be anything yeah. yeah um okay so in turn i can because i can i got categories for you okay so anime chainsaw man that's what i've been watching um dingy is with the shit i shared a meme on my page where uh there's this fiend named power and she's like we don't have any food or we don't have anything to eat for dinner what are we gonna do and dingy's like oh i grew up poor so i know what to do then he fell asleep like <laughs> <laughs> air sauce and wish pudding yeah <laughs> Wait for dinner, nigga. Like that's that is definitely that was funny. And I was like, oh, I can relate. Um <laughs> but yeah. So Chainsaw Man and there was this anime on Netflix called Lookism. I don't like it. <laughs> so um that's what I watched. Outside of that, what movie did I just see? Did I see a new movie? I I like to watch cheesy Christmas movies, you guys. Nothing wrong with that. Jesus, um, Khalid, Khalid so loves damn a, Christmas movies. They're so terrible, but I just can't not watch them. It's just something about them that's so like, <laughs> oh my gosh, my husband left me, and I have three kids. What's going to save me? Christmas magic, nigga. This white man coming into my <laughs> Presence. Oh, <laughs> shit. Those those Hall Hallmark Channel Christmas movies, right? Yeah, like. okay. Like, no, um, it's hard for me to find love. I'm gonna kiss this guy on a random night in the elevator, and we're gonna fall in love for the rest of our lives. And he has an evil girlfriend. What's gonna save it? Christmas magic. Like <laughs> it's always Christmas magic. That's Rudolph swinging and save the day, buddy. Right. No, I I will I will like I watch and then I watch them like. <laughs> to be honest if i just want something that's just <laughs> just just corny and happy i will watch a christmas movie like mm -hmm. one of the hallmark ones um but 
I like this time of year because they have new ones. So I'm like, this one is bad. And I'm like, thank God for the skip 10 seconds button on Netflix or like oh, just you, basically. So you just re up on, on terrible Christmas movies every chance yeah. you get. And I'm just like, terrible skip. Oh, this is cringy skip. So that's what happens. Oh gosh. I'm, <laughs> I'm blushing because it's really funny to me. Um, what else? Um, do you watch any of the CW shows? Not really. Not really. It, I, CW kind of fell off of me a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Khalid, bro. God damn. Yeah. Like after a while, I was just like, what's the point of this? Like, and then it felt like, like they didn't know what to do with certain stories. And mm-hmm. everyone was finding out their secret identities. And then everyone's mm-hmm. getting superpowers. I was like, mm-hmm. just fucking end it. But I, I do like, I do like Superman and Lois. That's a good mm. show. That um, that that's show. a really good show, and I am gonna check out final season of The Flash. See what happens. I need that. him to because before, um, I don't know how many episodes you got a chance to listen to, but you always hear this. Me, I'm always giving a recap of the Arrow shows because I refuse mm-hmm. to give up on them. Refused. Like Arrow, I was watching it faithfully every what it came on on Tuesday. Then when they switched it to Wednesday, then it used to be on mm-hmm. Monday when I was in college. So I was always watching it. Then when the Flash, and I thought, I could, I'm not going to lie to you, I thought you would have banged with the Flash just off the strength of the science aspect because they're always talking about shit you got to look up in the fucking encyclopedia or on Google. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so I was like, oh, she got it like that. I'm in the band with you. When they started, I was like, I, I'm a, I am a, I'm not always a three episodes kind of person, but like if one series has the same feel as another, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I liked when HBO was doing a lot of the, like the DC, um, uh, had their take on DC. But Are you talking about like Titans, Doom Patrol? Um... I liked Harley Quinn. Um, Doom Patrol, yeah. I got a little lost with that. No, nah, I'm not yeah. even gonna lie to you. After season one and maybe three mm-hmm. episodes of, no, two episodes of season two, I have not gone back to it. And I like Titans I've... might be the only thing that I'm on. First two like... seasons are good, yeah. Did y'all watch Pennyworth? I couldn't get into it. I, I, I think Tucson watches it. it. I started it off the um and big shout out to our pops, OG Blur John Cena. Um, and yes, <laughs> our dad's name is John Cena. So <laughs> we can see him whenever we want. Um damn, where was I going with this? Oh, so Pops was the one that tried to get us into it. Um, mm-hmm. and he knows that I'm such a big Batman fan, as you can see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, Pennyworth, I'm on it. So I started watching a couple episodes of it, and I'm almost finished with the first season. I just got to go into the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so here's my question because I know they changed the name story. of it too, yeah, to it's uh, the origins, the of origins Batman of Batman's book. I'm like, why would they do that? Why do you like, need to put that there? It's, uh, but I am gonna ask you a question just to <laughs> see the look on my brother's face. Mm-hmm. Have you ever checked out Krypton? Like, were you a, were you somebody that yeah the the, the there was a show on what it was on sci-fi, sci-fi yeah and it lasted two seasons element oh no no there was a show so it was literally about <laughs> Superman's grandfather um and the whole premise of the show is that it was actually kind of like set in the present but also in the past mm-hmm. so there's this guy Adam Strange who goes back in time mm-hmm. because something happens where Superman ceases to exist. In his world, so Adam Strange goes back in time to help yeah. Superman, Kal-El's grandfather, and that's mm-hmm. kind of the whole premise of the show. It was a good show. It was on Sci-Fi. It lasted about two seasons, but 
I feel like I was the only one that watched it because I, I I have never heard of that show. the The only show that I liked that was on Sci Fi was uh The Magicians because I like magic I've stuff. I've heard of that. Okay, yeah. And then they have all the like, but I got to a point where I was just like, eh. It came out when I was in college, so I probably just got just like just doing college shit. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, and um, I I always ask people, and it's like I've never heard of it, never watched. I've it. never heard of it, but that sounds really fire. It's a it's a good. Sh- it was a good show, mm-hmm. two seasons, but it, it was yeah. No one watched. He it. got so mad at me because I I, was I told him I was like watch it, watch it, watch it. I and watched a couple episodes, it, and, and then it gets nigga... canceled, and I blame him for the cancellation. <laughs> That's why I said that. So if you didn't watch it, you can share the blame. I I blame you too now for not watching it. Because the way you explained it to me, I was like, oh, shit, that's fire. But I'm like, no. It's it's a good show. They put money into it, like good storylines and good like little Easter eggs from the Superman Mm -hmm. mythos and stuff like that. And they even had Lobo, the first appearance of a live action Lobo. And they and they did and they did their thing with Lobo. They did their thing with Lobo. Have you seen the episodes, Tucson? Yeah, that's I watched them. Like, and then by the time I really started to get into it, that's when they like Krypton is canceled. And I was and I don't know even know where to find it. On CW. It's on the CW app. Okay. Okay. I got you, Cal. I've I've been going back on it. I watch it from time to time. Everything. That's why you you I don't have a CW app. I was like, I didn't even. No, well, the CW I... app is free. You don't even have to sign up. You just cop it, put it on your TV, and it's bang bang boogie. Or because no one, no one should pay for the CW. Honestly, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no one should pay for the CW. Just a little bit, because them shows they they fucked up. They fucked. Up. I don't know the writing, the writing in the news. Like, there's this thing about this action. Okay, this is I'm. There's a thing about action that it gets redundant. The feel and the energy gets redundant to me. So mm-hmm. in terms of anime, I don't always watch shonen animes. I like the other stuff because there's always there everything has similar nuances, but it's always a little bit different. Um, but with certain like action things, the it it the energy on TV is stagnant sometimes. So I mm-hmm. don't don't like it Tucson I'm sorry for you <laughs> listen you had my back as soon as you said nah I, I didn't watch it I was like yes somebody to share the blame with me yes all right there we go <laughs> I blame you too so I I, I kind of set you up a little bit I, I you guys could also me. make it up to me by watching it on the CW app so we'll see if you guys do that <laughs> I, ch- I check it out from time to time Kyle I, I do that because the way you explain it, I'm, I'm a three episode nigga, so that shit ain't ain't really. I, look, I implore you, give it three episodes, see how you feel. If you don't fuck with it, then I'm like, all right, I, I respect you. Not to hit the ten seconds button too. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm like, Goku, how did you finish the series in a in a in a day? Well, well nigga, fast forward, <laughs> the whole world go round. <laughs> So yeah. one of the one of the last things I want to I want to bring up is um, mm-hmm. the Black Panther movie, mm-hmm. and um, just wanted to see what you thought about it. Um, you know, I told you I was listening to the Girls Can't Geek podcast, mm-hmm. and I was you know just taking notes and, and getting your observations. But like I told you earlier, the whole Namor got air fried and in, in the mm-hmm. in the jet he- had me dying. What what did you think of the movie? What were some of the things that you would change? Um, 
what were if you if you were to, you know to change something what would you change also and just just you know your review on it um i give the black panther movie uh 8.5 out of 10 um i thoroughly enjoy the movie um would i rewatch it probably like maybe sometime next year um if I watched it again immediately, it would be because I was strictly looking for Easter eggs or like connecting factors. But also there's also there's so much there's so much cultural significance in that movie. I that that would what that's what brings me back. And I really like how they tied in indigenous culture. Um and also I would say pan African culture because Black Panther has always been a culmination of all of these different African cultures even though they speak Swahili in the movie um, there's a lot of things like even with the different tribes of Wakanda there's a lot of nuances of different African tribes there like East African tribes and West African tribes so like it's just and South African you know um, so I like I like how they give an ode to all of the different cultures. And I say Pan-African because as people of the diaspora, we always combine the cultures because we don't have our, our own, we have our own culture, but like when we talk about Africa, we blend a lot together. But right. um, I liked how they did that. Um, what else? Um, I really... I'm this is going to be just repeats from what I said on the my podcast but I did not like Queen Ramonda that much because a lot of her decisions were put on by grief they were controlled by grief the whole reason why that whole war started was because of grief now Namor is an anti-hero and he's always with the shit but he will always have his own back in his best interest but that movie didn't portray him in that way and that's fine Mm-hmm. Um, Namor. Yeah, oh, Namor. Excuse Namor. me. We got, we got, we got to have the tongue roll. <laughs> Sometimes I look. I, I don't know if you have followed me since I've been saying I thought that Duolingo was a video game. <laughs> <laughs> I Duolingo was a mobile game because I was like, yes, bitch. But no. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to always roll my R's. <laughs> it's a lot of energy, but no, Namor. There you go. Woo. Okay, we did it. But um. I he he is always for himself in terms of being canon, but like with this, they made him like a love hate, and they know what they be doing. They be having all these fine ass motherfuckers play these characters, and you, and then their points, their points are just like you know what? I know you're supposed to be the antagonist, but I'm with you, you know. And whatever happens, happens because I understand. Um, so the cultural significance, um being black and grieving because that movie dealt a lot with grief and that is the one thing I would change about it because they kept bringing up not T'Challa but more so Chadwick Boseman mm-hmm. you know um but I understand that when they got the news of him passing they were he was writing the film and so everything had to be rewritten and so he used the film to allow the cast and the people that had worked with them to grieve. And you yeah, can see that, that really therapeutic. Yeah, that that was prevalent throughout the entire movie. So 
I I under the one thing I would change is the one thing that I understand the most, you know. Yeah, and I was, with, I was no, um, I was actually like reading about that because I mm-hmm. they had like a little podcast on and like they spoken mm-hmm. a lot about what the story would have been had Chadwick had been alive. And from what mm-hmm. I I was gathering and understood is that um, it still would have had the same kind of story beats, but it would have been instead of them grieving T'Challa, it would have been T'Challa grieving time because he was the one that was like blipped. And so for, for those five, five years, years, he disappeared. Yeah. So him mm-hmm. being a king and coming back and having mm-hmm. to like pretty much mourn like, okay, I'm the king and I wasn't here for my people. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I, I think the story that they took out would have been like, he still would have had a son. And mm-hmm. I guess he would have been dealing with not also being there as a father, but mm-hmm. he still would have fought Namor and that's that situation with mm-hmm. uh Talokan versus Wakanda still would have been a thing. It just would have been T'Challa grieving time and not being around for his people while he he disappeared. And I'm not gonna lie, that would have you know, I wish that Chadwick Boseman was still around just just for the aspect of the movie. Because if you read the comic books, Namor and Black Panther have some pretty epic fights. I mean, mm-hmm. from their time in the Illuminati with Doctor Strange, Professor Xavier. <laughs> to just different Black Panther and Namor issues, you know, when Namor had a comic book. Um, there was one instance where Black Panther wiped the floor with Namor and was like, this is how I want you to remember me. Hit him with some Batman versus Superman shit. I want you to remember me flat on your back, you know, and I did that to you. You know what I mean? And that, that I felt like would have been so dope to have in the movie if we had that, even though we did get that with shit. You know, mm-hmm. and, and having Shuri take over as the Black Panther, you know, the little sister taking over the reins. And first off, can I just say that suit is so dope. I got to get the pop doll for it. Her suit is amazing. It's, it's fire, but I do have my complaints there. Okay. But I see it. She has to train more. And it's coming from a person that fight trains themselves. She has to train more. Because the combat, the combat choreography in this film versus the last one was not there and I understand that she got sick and so they had to like stop production for a long amount of time but yeah she got I, like injured yeah yeah and I was just like the fighting I I so um if y'all see on my page if you went down I did I did train in Russian Sambo for four years so just it, the grappling arts I was very happy about Black Panther because I the first one because I saw a lot of fight styles and moves that I use in mm-hmm. that and so this one did not have a focus on that but it helped with the science and I like that part it helped with the science I was mm-hmm. cool with that I was cool with that but that was like the, a lot of the combat scenes were drawn out and they had a lot of close panning because it just wasn't there so that's another complaint I have. Mm. But Shuri was amazing. Yeah, it was it was really her yeah. movie. She did her thing. Shout mm-hmm. out to Letitia Wright. She really she killed it. Without I was her. actually watching an interview with her and John Boyega um, on actors on actors. Uh, oh yeah, the actors and actors, and he did a really good job. Yeah, with and she I watched started that to too. Speak about that, and man, just mm-hmm. I honestly didn't know that her. I think Daniel Kaluuya and uh, John Boyega, John Boyega were in the same. School. Like drama, school. drama school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did not know that, and just seeing how close they were, and I could just—I can't even imagine what that's like to see people that you came up with. Like, damn, we're all here. We're at the pantheon of Hollywood. We're seeing all these great things. We're doing all these great things, 
and Wow just look at us. And each one of them have had, you know, Latia and Daniel Kaluuya were in the first Black Panther. Then you have um, Jesus, John Boyega and the Woman King, in which the Dora is based off the Dahomey tribe, you know, the females of the mm-hmm. Dahomey tribe. And just seeing that, just, oh man, and I, I, it really hit me last night when I was watching it. And I'm just like, oh my God. The Woman King find- is so good. It's really I have good. So- I need to- it's so good. Because like I, I from the trailers, I was like, okay, I'm gonna see this. But then just watching it, just like I, I was damn near grinning. It's just such a good movie. Yeah, I'm sitting there. And, spe- oh, well, you and didn't shout watch out, the movie yet. shout out to the director Gina Prince Bythewood. She mm-hmm. did um Love and Basketball, but uh, she's also becoming like a good action director in her own right. From going, uh, she did The Old Guard mm-hmm. on Netflix, that was a which really is good based movie. off a comic book, and then now she's doing this. So she's. She's and she said that it was a passion project for her. She's been wanting to do this for like 10 plus years. Mm. Oh, that's fire. Seeing all the stuff that you like think of or hope of a plan to come to fruition is very beautiful. So kudos to her. And I'm very yeah, for real. Big facts, big facts. Yeah. Um, just before we before we head out, I do want to know uh where can everyone find you? Um, so uh I don't know if you have like a regular Instagram or the, excuse me, a content Instagram. Or, you know, for the Girls Can't Geek and for your podcast, you know, where where can we send people to listen to you? I'm in the streets. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> okay, so follow Girls Can't Geek. Um, That is our meme page and our main page. And on Girls Can't Geek, you can see a link to my page. And you can follow me at Goku's God Cousin on Instagram. I do have a TikTok. The TikTok is the same stuff that's on my Instagram. <laughs> I was gonna say because I do you do all those dances and all that. I be trying to do it with my I, students, and I, I'm like, I I I'm I, not coordinating. Um, I can do them, but bless your heart. I'm, I'm like, oh, I don't think I've aged out, but I also come from. I also dance like so. Like I'm like these TikTok dances. They're not dancing in a box. You know, there's 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 some there's some creativity to it, but I'm just like, okay, but I can do them, but I don't do the dances. I don't do the dances. I more so talk and say just scandalous things or just show like my cosplay stuff. That's pretty much what I do. Um, mm-hmm. but you can find me on Instagram. Um, even though Twitter is dying, I, my Goku's God cousin is the same on Instagram, Twitter, and on TikTok. Um. I like that. I just have a content page. Um, I have an art page too. Um, <laughs> my content page used to be my personal page, but now it's a content page. So yeah, that that's that's where that goes. But yeah, you know, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. No, thank you thank for joining you for us, and we would love to have you again. And, and welcome to the world yeah. of the blurred family. So and yes. just know you also have friends in New York, DC. So yeah, thank you yeah. so much. Man, I'm actually definitely. in Maryland like all the time almost. No, not all the time, but I'll be out there. Yes. Oh, yeah. well, definitely holla at me. We'll we'll yes. connect. We'll hit up a comic shop. There's actually a, a comic spot um about 30 minutes from me called Third Eye. And they have okay. pops. And it was uh shout out to my man Virgil, uh, my roommate from college. He's actually been on this mm-hmm. show. Um, one of the times that I while I was living in New York and I would come to visit out here, um, mm-hmm. he took me there and I was just like, oh shit. Um, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this. When you walk into a comic book shop and you're just like, 
it's just mm-hmm. like I'm so happy. I always smile ear to ear. Mm-hmm. Like it's like uh, okay. one of those, I gotta I gotta go chase my drawers. I, I'll be right back. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> but um once again, thank you so much. Thank you, um, thank you. Really appreciate it. Uh with that being said, yo guys, this is two. This is Cal. Yo, word to the blur, baby. Worship blur with two and Cal. Goku's cousin edition, baby. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. <laughs>